sorry, everyone's in here, I'm on breath now. <laughs> We're going to begin our night as we always do with the reading of God's word, so I'm going to ask that you stand as we read. And if you brought your Bible and want to open up to 2 Timothy, we're going to be reading 2 Timothy 2, 1 through 7. I don't know why they put me up here. <laughs> it says, Timothy, my dear son, be strong through the grace that God gives you in Christ Jesus. You have heard me teach things that you have heard me teach things that have been confirmed by many reliable witnesses. Now teach these truths to other trustworthy people who will be able to pass them on to others. Endure suffering along with me. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Endure suffering along with me as a good soldier of Christ Jesus. Soldiers don't get tied up in the affairs of civilian life, for then they cannot please the officer who enlisted them. And athletes cannot win the prize unless they follow the rules. And hardworking farmers should be the first to enjoy the fruit of their labor. Think about what I am saying. The Lord will help you understand all these things. As I was reading this and thinking about um, what we're talking about tonight, we're talking about um, mentorship. And what you see here is this is Paul writing a letter to Timothy. And it's almost this beautiful picture of mentorship. In a, in a sense, he's writing a letter to Timothy, a younger um, man. Paul is sharing his wisdom and his knowledge with him in this way. And um, I just thought it was a beautiful picture of mentorship in the, in the Word. And that mentorship isn't a new thing. It's been a long, or around for a long time. And Paul uses three examples in this. He talks about a soldier, he talks about an athlete, and he talks about a farmer. And all three of those, very different um, things, they all require perseverance and endurance. And I thought it was just such a beautiful picture, too, for us to look at and see what, it require, what the life of a Christ follower requires of us. And it's perseverance and endurance. And he talks about here, too, where he says... The Lord will help you understand all these things. And it all comes back to the Lord. Paul isn't praising himself. He's always pointing it back to the Lord. So as we go into worship tonight, I just encourage you to just um, meditate on these words and what, what Paul is saying here. So let's pray. Jesus, thank you for your word. Thank you for your word that is alive and that speaks to us and that we can open up and just fill our hearts with, Lord. And just pray over tonight. I pray over all the women here, Lord, wherever they're coming from, whatever they left outside of this room, Lord, that they would just be able to be so present here with you, Lord, that your Holy Spirit would just take over this place. Lord, I just pray as we go into worship that our hearts would just be open to what you have for us tonight. We love you, and it's in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. We just want to take a minute and welcome him into this room. We're going to have a powerful set of worship here at the Elton campus. Will you worship with us tonight?
and share the fruit of the vine to remember how he allowed his body to be broken for all mankind. In some beautiful, mysterious way, Jesus is present for us in the simple elements of the bread and the fruit of the vine. Touch him. Taste his richness. Remember his most glorious hour on the cross. In that moment, he embraced all darkness and shame and transformed them into light. As we come to the table with the community that we are, and we feast on his light, life seems more hopeful and complete. As you take the bread and the fruit of the vine, you affirm the reality that Jesus is among and within you. Let's pray before we take the bread. Lord, Father, God, we are so humbled by the very sacrifice of yourself on the cross for us the stripes that you bore upon your back, the nails in your hands and your feet, the thorn of crowns upon your head, all while you were thinking of us. And today, tonight, we are going to partake, just as you told the disciples to do, we're going to partake of the bread and remember the sacrifice. In Jesus' name.
y'all can be seated. <laughs> I am Amanda. And my name is Analia. And we first of all want to welcome you all to 70 Palms. Like many of you know, this is the Women's Ministry of Life Church. We're here to just serve, gather together, fellowship, and just have a wonderful night. Um, here in this room, we probably have women from our three Milwaukee area campuses, Germantown, Brookfield, and Milwaukee. But can we just in a moment here welcome our Appleton ladies who are watching on a live stream right now. Let's just welcome all of them to this place. Yeah, we're so happy to have you ladies joining us and hope you have a wonderful night as well. Yeah, technology is pretty awesome. It is. It is. It's crazy. Awesome. Well, I wanted to invite you all back next month. We have our annual or our monthly gatherings, and we will be gathering on April 12th. It's going to be April ne next month. That's crazy. Great. Crazy. It? So nice. It'll be spring, right? Oh, Flowers yeah. blooming. Oh, yeah. Just spring. say it. Just yes, say it. all of it. But we have a very special speaker that night. It is our very own Miss Analia, and I know she has a great word for us. So we'll be meeting back here on April 12th at 7 o'clock, or Appleton Ladies, you are be joining us live. So it'll be fun. We're looking forward to it. Can't I am excited. Um, also, if you ladies want to learn more about what we are doing here at 70 Palms outside of our Tuesday night gatherings, you can check out The Canopy. That is our podcast. You can find it on any podcast streaming device, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, just look up the canopy and not only are there the recordings of our Tuesday night gatherings, but you can also find just additional chats, some more conversations surrounding our uh, theme this series, which is more. So go check that out. You can catch up on previous Tuesday nights that you might have missed and find out some more awesome additional information, conversations, just about the importance of seeking more of Jesus and how we do that as women in our everyday life. So it's good awesome. stuff. Yes, it is. Great. And if you have not heard, we have some merchandise for sale. So if you wanted to purchase a shirt, a sweatshirt, there's these really cool little cups that I like. Yeah. I take with me everywhere all the time. I got the t-shirt mm -hmm. and I've been trying to, I am obsessed with it. And I try, I've worn it with every sweater and every jean jacket and I'm just ready for summer when I can just wear it all the time. Show your muscles. And yeah. Everything. yeah, all the guns. Yeah. No, it's great. <laughs> yes, and there's some cute tote bags. There's a lot back there. So if you get a chance and want to check out something we will be there um, after service tonight and you can buy something make great gifts too so we are very happy that you are joining us tonight so without further ado i will let uh, miss tammy come up and she can explain um, the rest of the service for you so excited thank you all carrying my 70 palms cup yeah. woo, woo, woo. full of iced tea because i'm well you know southern i know it's cold and all of that but it's always iced tea, unless it's like negative 20, then it's maybe hot tea. I'm gonna put all of my many things down. So many things, so many things. So tonight, I am super excited to share with you what we are going to be talking about. I have to just like, take a moment, because I wanna talk so fast, but I have to talk slow, so that you can understand what I'm saying. So tonight, we're going to be talking about, I'm going to use two words. Lindsay and I are going to use two words a lot. We're going to be talking about mentoring, and then we're going to say discipleship. So I want you to understand the difference between the two. So in our context, for what we're going to be using the two words for, mentoring is going to be what we are going to call a, um, a personal or a one-to-one -one experience. And then discipleship would be more of a group experience. So mentoring, one-to-one, -one, discipleship, a group. 
So, everybody good? Everybody cool on that? Okay. So, I want to read a quote to you as we start and Lindsay starts to make her way. Because, as you can see, when she came to do the scripture reading and prayer, she does not need to run. At this point, we need to take our time. So, take your time and come on up whenever you feel comfortable. But I'm going to read a quote to you. I've been reading a book called Disciple Her by Katie Candy, and I'm going to say it wrong probably. She's Italian, so it's, I'm going to say it's Galady. I'm not really sure. But she says this about discipleship. The, the gospel came to you because it is heading to someone else. Your life experiences happened to you so that you can apply what you've learned through them to others. Your life experiences came to you but weren't meant to stay with you. They are intended to be shared. As 70 Palms, you may or may not know this. You can come on up, girl. You can come. You can take a seat. Take your seat, girl. Put your, I was say put your feet up, but I don't have your little footstool. Um, we have five E's. So if you have the t-shirt, they're on the back of the t-shirt. But I think that what we're going to talk about tonight, all five E's can be done within this program. So we want you to be established in God's word. We want you to be empowered to live out the great commandment. We want you to engage in daily prayer. We want you to encourage others along the way. And we want you to experience liberty in Christ. And this program is the best thing that I think covers all five of these E's. So, Lindsay, are you ready? Okay, we're going to get going then. I'm going to put all my stuff down so we can have a conversation. So, um, let's talk about what got you to the place of now that you are sitting on this stage with me, getting ready to talk about what we're going to talk about. Um, like what led me to the whole point okay. of um, why you and I do what we do. Okay. Um, I grew up in the church and saw or heard of like mentorship from a young age, but never really saw it as something I needed in my life. Um, and then six years ago, I moved here to Milwaukee and um, took or was on staff at a church, and it was honestly somewhere I never really saw myself being. So here I am in this new environment, um, taking on something that, and I wasn't fully in my mind equipped to do, um, and thought, wow, mentorship could be something that I really could benefit from. And so um, when I just had arrived here, I didn't know anyone at the church really besides Amanda, um, and a woman asked me, said, I feel like I'm supposed to mentor you. And I was like, okay. Um, and it was a flippant, like, okay, sure. And through that experience, ended up not being the best experience because I wasn't super intentional about, you know, who is this person? What do I know about her? Is she the right fit for me? Are we like-minded? Like, are we pursuing the same things? But after that experience, I, I realized, well, there is this void. There is something missing. I really do desire um, wisdom from people who have gone before me, people who are, are rooted in the word of God and people who can pour into me in a way that, um, 
what I need in order to serve Life Church and, and to be on staff. And um, I was a single woman when I moved here, but I knew I desired a husband and a family someday. So to me, I was like, it would be amazing to have a woman who's married, has kids, has been in ministry. Um, so it took me five years to be like, well, Miss Tammy kind of fits the bill for that. But I would say probably a few years, I just kind of told myself, she's too busy. She doesn't have time for that. I never asked her until last year. And I randomly texted her one morning because my husband just said, just ask her. Like, she could say no, and that would be that. Um, and I texted her, and she, that day, had been reading about Iron Sharpens Iron and, and just sent me, like, I was just reading this and um, immediately shared this study with me and was so intentional and prepared. It was something that pursuing mentorship intentionally um, and prayerfully, it just, it just came together and it just clicked. And so, yeah. So when she texted me, I was like, oh, this is gonna be so awesome. I can pour into Lindsay. This is gonna be so good for Lindsay. This is gonna be a blessing, not that I would be a blessing, but that this is gonna be a blessing for her. I'm so excited. And I went into it with that mindset, right? Like this is all gonna be about Lindsay. And we started a year ago and we're almost done. We've had a couple weeks where we had to take off. Somebody had some issues, not gonna say who. No, um, she's pregnant, come on, right? I mean, like, she went on vacation, so, you know, we get some breaks, but, um, and it was, um, I should have brought tissues, dang it. Um, it was about probably eight weeks in, and, oh, look at you, Anna Olivia, you're the best. Your mama must be amazing. Um, and the Lord showed me this was not just for Lindsay, that this was going to be something that I needed daily in the word, daily in prayer, daily needing that from him. Because if I had not had this and her knowing that she was looking to me to be accountable, um, I don't know what I would have done last summer. So knowing that she was expecting me to be in the word, to be following this program, to be a woman of prayer and to be a woman of the word, it did something inside of me when all I wanted to do was lay on the ground. I knew I had to get up every morning and I had to be a woman in the word and I had to be in this program. So this program may have done amazing things for her. I'm gonna let her speak to that. Um, but as the mentor, per se, it did things in me that I was not expecting at all. And then we came together, and we were just like, this is amazing. And the program that we're talking about, I have Lindsay brought the book up. Um, I had to take mine apart. When they first made these, they had a mentor book, and then they had a mentee book. And the mentee book was, the mentor book was hardbound. Well, I had to tear it all apart and recreate it, and it's my other folder here. But now they put it all together in one book. So smart. Because we were like, why did they do this? This is ridiculous. This needs to be spiral bound. Both of them do be. 
So um, she has the book, and then um, this is what we're laying out for you tonight is this program. We believe, the 70 Palms team believe that this is going to be transformative to the women of Life Church. So I would like for you to talk about a little bit. There's six sessions in year one. Well, there is in year two as well. But Flourish is what we're going to be talking about tonight. And Flourish was designed by Passion City Church. I don't know if you're familiar with them. They're in Atlanta. It's Louie and Shelly Giglio. They started years ago this ministry to college kids. And it became a church. And it's just this amazing church in Atlanta. They have a campus in D.C. as well. But the women's ministry there called The Grove they developed this year-long mentorship program and it can be used as what we have done this one-to-one experience but it can also be a group experience where you have maybe a bunch of girlfriends that you all want to get together and you want to do this together for a year or maybe um it could be i'm going to be doing a group so it could be somebody like myself and then four to six maybe no more than eight. I wouldn't do any more than eight. But eight get together, and we go through this for a year. Um, so talk about the six different sessions and what each session did for you, if you don't mind. Yeah. Um, first, I want to say just what sets this apart or what has set it apart for me. I would say I'm someone who... Let's see how I say this. Um, I don't love, like, women's Bible studies. <laughs> I don't love, like, the fluffy, like, you're God's girl kind of stuff. That's just me. I just was craving God's word. I just wanted the word. I wanted truth. I wanted, I didn't want the fluffy stuff. I just, like, give me God's word. <laughs> give me um, the meat. Yes. And so what was so cool about this before, you know, you had already bought this. I knew nothing about it. Literally the first session is the word. And it rocked me. And it actually lined up last season we were in Psalm 119 um, in 70 Palms and it was literally going through Psalm 119 and just um, slowly digging into it and what I love about it is it's so intentional, it's so biblical um, I didn't have to like question anything as I was reading it because it's literally just God's word and then it, it digs deep into um, it by different questions. Um, each day is a different question, is a different meditation for you, is a different um, experience. And so as we dug in, the, the first session being God's Word was just so foundational. And as someone who, like I said, grew up in the church, but struggled to be in the Word consistently most of my life, reading this was so convicting, talking about God's Word and the importance of God's Word. And it was like, it like hooked me right away. Like, it, it was just... Yeah, it was, I didn't want to, like, leave that session. And then we moved on to, um, do you want to say anything about that? The, the word section, we both were kind of like, oh, it's Psalm 119, it's what we've been doing. Oh, okay, whatever. Yeah. But then as we got into it, we were like, oh, my word. I was like, we should have been doing this last year so that we could preach this year. But it was, it was so good. Yeah. And um, I would say if you're someone who the word intimidates you or you're, someone I, which I hear a lot like I struggle to just like understand it or, or be in the word like this 
like don't be intimidated by this. This will help you. Um, and that's what it, I love about it. Everything in this directs you back to the word. And then in session two is about prayer, which we all know and we all pray, but it really challenged me. It really challenged my prayer life. It really challenged what I believed about prayer, what I thought prayer was um, in a way that I had never really been challenged before, never really thought about before. Um, and it, it created incredible conversations too. I just remember talking about prayer and as you walked um, through the summertime and the things you're walking through and things I was walking through in life, like prayer was all we had in some of those situations. And, and so having this um, to kind of guide us through that, those seasons was just, um, it's how the Lord works. It was just so perfect. And then, and I wanna say this as I interrupt you just real quick. Okay. Each one of these sessions is like the session one, the word, that's the foundation. And then it's like, it's building this house for you of faith. Yeah. And it's it, the way they designed it. I don't know, her team, Shelly Gayla's team has to be amazing to be able to come up with what they've come up with, the way they organized it and laid it out. It was, it's just beautiful. Yeah. It really is beautiful. It, yeah, it is. And with each one, we've talked about, like, you can go as deep as you want, or you can stay as shallow, you know, in the shallow as you want, really, surface, whatever. Um, it's shallow. Really, no, no, I just went with the shallow end, but you can jump jump right in. Um, and and that's why I feel like it's, it's for everyone. It's wherever you're at. Um, if you're a brand new Christ follower, or if you have been in the faith for... 80 years, I think this would be yeah. something that you would find something in. Again, I went into it thinking I wasn't going to get anything. This was just going to bless yeah. Lindsay, and well, it knocked my socks off. So. And then session three is on identity, um, which I really feel like transformed me in a way that I was needing in my life as I had stepped into married and then motherhood and, and kind of understanding, like, who am I, like, really? And... Um, in, in there it says, in the beginning of it, it says, what you believe about yourself will determine the direction of your life. We have to know uh, about what God says about who we are, and we have to believe it. And I just was super challenged by the fact that I knew what God said, but I didn't believe it. And um, we were also reading a book on identity through this, and it, I was so um, blown away by like the revelation of when John... Baptist baptizes Jesus and Jesus comes up the first thing God speaks to is that is his identity he says you are my son in whom I'm well pleased and like I never ever like thought of that and so how you know God is speaking to Jesus about who he is and how much you know more do we need to know and believe that and so this was a nine nine week session um, and again, it was another one that I was like, I don't want this one to end. And I really, I believe this session, like identity, really helped um, me and in, in my relationships. And, and as a mother now, thinking about raising a daughter um, and, and being able to speak into yeah, that identity now. <laughs> right. Now. As a 33-year-old woman, I'm learning who I am. But to be able to into my daughter in that way and share truth with her from God's word. Um, I'm excited about that. It was super empowering. And then session four, 
um, was on calling, and that was all digging into Philippians. And the yeah, identity was Ephesians. Yes. And then you moved into calling. calling. Yeah. yeah. And um, calling really it was hard for me because I'm a stay-at-home mom, which I love, and it's such a blessing. But in today's world, you know, we're in like the hustle culture, and like, what are you doing? And who are you really? And you know, what is it? And I like it was it. it it asked the question, like, do you truly know what your calling is? And, like, just being humble to the point of knowing, like, my calling is to serve my, my family, my home, and to um, serve my husband and disciple my children. And that was a journey for you. Yeah. Because you, and you struggled with that. Like, is that enough? And we had many conversations on, well, yes, that is plenty yeah. at this season. It doesn't have to be that forever, but that for this season is what he has called you yeah. to do for your family. Yeah. So it, because she came into it with one thought, mm -hmm. like, I don't have a calling. Or like, I'm figure it out. <laughs> yes. Well, and you did. Yeah, yeah. You did. Yes. And it wasn't what you thought. Right. But how transformative yeah. that's going to be for your family. Yeah. And yourself, because now you have yeah. that assurance of what you're calling. And then session five, we just finished up um, kinship. And what I loved about this session, and what I love about all the sessions, is they intertwine um, different parts of, of God's word. And this one was the book of Ruth and the fruit of the spirit. And the fruit of the spirit part of it, I really loved because it, it defined each fruit of the spirit like deeper and instead of just like love, joy. It like went deeper into it. And there were so many definitions I was like, oh wow, like that changes how I view the fruit of the Spirit and how I see the fruit of the Spirit in my life. Um, and how to de keep developing that in yeah. you. Because I think we think, well, yeah, I have peace, I have patience, or whatever, but it really gets into that more of how do you develop that? How do you get that root of that tree to go deeper and to develop more fruit within each one of those, which I thought was really smart somebody's smart I don't yeah. know who it is but somebody's smart Super intentional too and then now we're in the session of gratitude um, which has been so perfect for this season for me anyways I was talking to her about part of part of the session it has you have a gratitude journal and every day or something you're grateful for and so um, yeah we're, we're halfway through it we're not finished with it yet and we're in the book of John which has been really really good and even, you know, Pastor was preaching on John this last weekend, was it, or two weekends ago? Yeah. Um, and it's just been, like, all overlapped and intertwined, and it's just so cool how the Lord is using the book of John right now in both of our lives. Um, yeah, and just gratitude in general. So, yeah. When it first said, um, you know, you're going to have to write every day something that you're grateful for, and I was like, with something every day like help really like I should have like a list of just running list of things that I'm grateful for right and um but I can I kind of went into it thinking oh man I'm gonna start to sweat and and she's gonna be asking me what did you write you know down this week that you're grateful for and it has not been a problem for me at all and I was like every morning I know exactly what I'm gonna put down and um and it's not like Oh, I'm thankful for a car. I'm thankful that I 
grocery. It's not sorry, it's like things that I really have not thought of before that I am grateful. It's just interesting to see how the Holy Spirit is working through each one of these sessions. And it's just, it's like an onion. You just keep peeling back the layers and the layers and the layers. So it was um, July when we were meeting and we kind of came to this point where, okay, this has to be shared. Like we cannot just keep this to ourselves. And we came to the 70 Palms team and we were like, okay, this is something that has to be out there. We want you all to go through it. So find somebody that, you know, a sister or a, a daughter or a friend, somebody that you can go through this with. And because when we talked about it in, in the season, in the session um, four, that we want you to be able to be able to talk about what this has done for you. So um, I'm just gonna, highlight just for a second, but Amanda and her daughter, May, are going through it. So if you're sitting there thinking, oh, there's no way I can do this, I don't have enough time, I'm not smart enough, I'm not in the word enough, I, I, there's just no way I could do this, a 13-year-old is doing it. So if a 13-year-old can do it, I'm pretty sure you can do it. So don't be intimidated by this, do not let this overwhelm you or think there's just no way. Um, there is a way. And she's even, I think, convicted Amanda a few times how she's been very intentional in going in and doing her daily moment devotion. And it's just, I think it's been amazing. We, we have loved it. So um, tonight, we are wanting you to pray and process about this journey in your life. If this is something for you, if you want to be a mentor or you want to be a mentee, if you would like to be a part of a group, what that looks like, you can again talk to any of the ladies that are on the 70 Pumps team. They've been going through it. Um, you can talk to Lindsay, myself. We would love to share with you. Um, a week ago, Monday, I told my, um, my Bible study girls, my beautiful life girls, that... Um, I was no longer going to be doing Beautiful Life, that this was going to be one of my main priorities, that I have taught them enough about how to get into the Word. It's now time for them to go out and to start teaching others, and that my focus is now going to be on this and another study that I'm going to be doing, um, another life group that I'm going to be doing in the fall about identity, because I feel like that is such an important thing that we as women in the church have to be grounded in. We have to be grounded in whose we are and who you are in him. And this speaks to that, but then also this is on a this is a year-long program. I mean, this is by no means something you sign up for and it's 8 weeks and you're done. This is a 52-week commitment that we have had with one another. And um, some months are easier than others to get together. I'm not going to lie about that. Um, November was not that easy, but we, we still did it. We got together and we would talk. It may be that, you know, it, it, sometimes we just text. We text each other. We have that openness. So think about that as well if you, um, as you're praying and processing. Who do I want to invite into my life? Who am I comfortable sharing the nitty-gritty the things that aren't necessarily so pretty 
but they're a part of your life. They're who you are. Yeah, I would say something to that. Just in general of like the importance of who who you ask to mentor you or who you seek out to mentor. Um, I think something that I value so much about Miss Tammy is um, her candor. And she's someone that I know that if I ask her something, she's gonna tell me what I, I not what I want to hear always, what I need to hear. And I can just trust that um, because I know she's in the word that she hears from the Lord and that um, that type of, it's just so important to be in a relationship, a mentorship where you can, you know that they're rooted in the word and that they're going to, to speak truth. Um, even if it hurts sometimes, even if it's not what you want to hear. Um, but yeah, that's just been such a blessing. And I think that's why it is so important to be prayerful about it and to um, not just make a rash decision. Um, and and also, I asked her knowing that she could say no. So don't let that prevent you. Don't wait two or three years to ask someone out of fear of they're too busy or, you know, we're all busy. But this is something that she prioritized immediately and made time for and, and vice versa. And so, yeah. So even if you're like, I am not comfortable with that level, I'm much, I would feel much better to be in a group setting. That is going to be available to you as well. So when I talked to the ladies in um, the Beautiful Life Life group, several ladies stepped up and they said, I'm really praying about being a group leader. So we have avenues for that. You may be sitting there and you immediately may think of, I have three girlfriends that I want to do this with. Um, we have a couple of books for you out in the foyer, you can, I mean the hub, that you can look at. Appleton, there's some there for you. Kristen has them there for you to look at as well or purchase. Um, I purchased them at Passion City Church Resources online, but I found them just last week a dollar cheaper at christianbook.com. So we're selling them for 25. If you wanna save that buck, um, you can go and you can order them at christianbook.com and um, they have them there for 23.99. So um, look at the book, take time um, tonight. Look at them, think about it. Make this a matter of prayer. We are asking that you fill out a form. So at the Resource Center, there's a form for you there. And if you're thinking about it, you just want more information, you wanna talk about it, to be a group leader, you're gonna to need to be a member of Life Church. Um, I'm not just gonna put random women out there. Um, this is someone that I feel like if they're a Life Church member, then they're a part of Life Church, that they're a part of the DNA. They know and they understand the importance of this, not just some random woman are we gonna put you with um, if you don't have somebody that you would like to be um, your group leader, you don't have that in mind. We have all of that on the form for you. Like I said, I will be doing a group in the fall um, and I, there's others that potentially are looking at doing that as well. You may be sitting there thinking, I want to be a group leader. Oh my word, this is amazing. I want to do this with my, my daughter and my daughter-in-laws. Um, I want to do this with friends from work. Whatever you may be thinking of, however the avenue is, 
get the form, fill out the form, and we can go further and deeper with you on this, just to kind of throw that out there. So whatever avenue, doesn't matter if you and your, your sister want to do this together, whatever, however that looks like, you and your daughter, um, you and your best friend, this is going to be something that I believe is going to change your life. It's going to be so impactful. And I know you're sitting there going, it's a program. It's a book. How can this be so powerful? But when, yeah, when you allow God's word to come in, things are going to change. Things are going to happen. He is going to move and he is going to reveal himself to you in beautiful ways. Just absolutely beautiful ways. Yeah. I would say too with this and just God's word in general, I think something that I was learning about is just how God's word is just it sustains us, right? I don't remember what I ate three weeks ago on a Tuesday, but I ate something and I am alive and sustained because of it, much like I don't exactly remember what I read in God's word that day either, but for that day and that time it sustained me. And that's what this has done. It's put me in God's word. And that's one of the most important things about it. A study that doesn't direct you to God's word is not one you really want to waste your time with. But it's put me in God's word and it's sustained me in, you know, high seasons and low seasons throughout this year. And so, yeah, I would say um, just in general, we just want to encourage you that life's not meant to be lived alone. And as we come out of this pandemic season, um, past few years, we've become comfortable with being alone <laughs> almost. And we've become comfortable isolating and, and, and just being disconnected in general and, and I think this is a time to kind of push past that even if it's not entirely what you're desiring is to jump into something like this I think we love these nights because we can come together as a big group of women but it's important to find a small knit group it's important to find Jesus had his three and then the twelve and um, Jesus prayed all night long before he chose the twelve like this isn't just something that is man-made. This is something that came from Jesus himself. And we want to be sure that you're not just coming here once a month and connecting with women. We want, to, we want you guys to be connecting with women weekly, daily. We want you to be connecting with God-fearing women and growing in Christ and, and in the Word. And so that is our heart, too. It's not We're not here just to pump up this study. It's about being God's Word and being community with others and doing life with others. Um, and if that's something that <laughs> you're not necessarily jumping at the bit to do, I would just pray about that. Pray God would open your heart to it. Pray God would um, have a mentor come and pursue you if you're not necessarily looking to pursue someone to mentor you. Um, I know that God will, will open your heart to it. Yeah, I know some of you are probably sitting there thinking, well, I could just do this by myself. <laughs> I don't have to have somebody that I do this with because I know the introverts in the room. But there's nothing like deciding to join hands with somebody, whether you are on the same level or they may be more mature in their faith than you or they may be less mature in their faith than you. And linking arms and deciding to do life together. When year two came out, I looked at her and I said, do you want to do year two or are you done? And your response was, 
So it, it, exactly, so she said, I need to do it. Not that I have to do it, I need to do this. So we're gonna start year two whenever she is comfortable, um, since she's gonna have two under two um, here soon. So we'll see when that, what? I said two, two and under. Two, two and under. Just two now. Yes, <laughs> two, two and under. Yes, that's true. How did I say, did I say it wrong? Yeah, I must have said it wrong. But just, um, we'll see how the supper but <laughs> we're going to start here too, and we're excited about it because it even builds off of what we did in year one. So don't think that you can do this by yourself. You can, but you're missing half of it, yeah. I think. Yeah. Well, because I would say something too that is probably the uncomfortable part of just mentorship and, and closeness with other women and people in your life is um, repentance and that was a big part of it, being able to um, have someone that I trusted, that was a safe place, that I could be repentant and I could be, you know, renewed in that way. And this study of being in God's word really draws us to repentance because we learn of Jesus and it's his kindness and it draws all of that yuck out of you and, and puts you in a place of desiring to for holiness and, and being repentant. And so um, I want to read a quote if, if I can regarding the heart behind this exact study and why we're just so excited about it. Um, and it says, it says, we want women to be women who see life through a sharply focused lens of gratitude to Jesus that defines and shapes how we live, constantly striving to see life as he sees it, to truly look at the faces of people and to see the beauty of life around us. That doesn't mean life is perfect or even close to perfect. It doesn't mean we won't struggle or face hardships. The opposite is true. It means that in every single circumstance, the highest of highs and the lowest of lows, and every moment in between, we cling to Jesus. And so that kind of sums it all up and kind of our heart and, and, and why it's been so impactful in our lives to this, to this day. Truly. It's not meant to be done alone. Life is not meant to be done alone. Our heart for you is that you will be able, again, to link arms with another sister in the faith and walk this out, walk this journey out, growing and developing. And we really hope that you will join us with this journey. Any last thoughts? Anything you want to close with? Anything I didn't let you say that you want to say? <laughs> I would say, though, if you're in this room and you're like, I don't know anyone, I literally just slip in here and, and then leave, and I don't, I haven't connected with anyone. That's why Miss Tammy has created this program and made it in a way that you can, you can fill it out and we can find someone for you. Um, and you can just, and that's why also you can trust that the women that will be mentors will be women that um, are solid and in God's word and that you could be mentored by. And so I, I just want to encourage those who feel very disconnected that this could be the starting of, of connecting and, and finding community and, and friendship and sisterhood. Okay, we'd like to pray over this evening and then Marie's gonna come out with the worship team and they're gonna lead us in a last song. So let's pray. Lord, Father God, we are so thankful for your word and for this study and this time that we've had together. I pray that for the women out there tonight, 
that are alone, that are tired of being alone. They're tired of not having a community, or they may be sitting there thinking, I need to add to my community. My community is so small. I wish there were more women in my community that are faith-filled, that are full of the Spirit and are ready to dive into the Word and, and really become accountable to one another, to really live this out with each other. I pray, Holy Spirit, speak to them tonight. Speak to them. Show them that they do not have to do this alone, that they can broaden their tent, Lord Father God, of their faith, that they can become stronger, and that they don't have to be weak. They can become strong in you and in a community. So I pray, Holy Spirit, do it all you can do. Speak to the women tonight. Let them know that this is something that we would not put before them unless we truly believed in its power and what it could do in their lives. We thank you for this time and for this opportunity, and it's in your name we pray. Amen. Thank you. 